Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Hello everybody, you are listening to episode number 7 of Love Music Hate Racism's hashtag Speak Up Thursday radio show on SohoRadioLondon.com. If you want to hear any of the previous shows, I would go to Mixcloud.com, check out Soho Radio's page, go to Soho Radio. You should go to Soho Radio all the time anyways, love this place. Anyways, go to Soho Radio's page, type in Love Music Hate Racism, Speak Up Thursday, and you will see all the shows. You'll be able to listen back to Weedy Breme, African music legend, New Orleans resident. You'll be able to listen to his playlist and him speak with me. You'll be able to listen to Ray Khalil from Los Angeles. You'll be able to listen to Jay Horde, one of my favorite singers in the world from Brooklyn. Recently, we had Aftikea from Berlin. Last week, we did a Notting Hill Carnival special because we couldn't actually go down to Notting Hill Carnival this year, obviously because of the COVID reasons. But it was amazing to listen to Ira Sylvester and Smokey Joe you know, these guys, are, these guys are 50 years apart and both have deep, deep roots in uh, Notting Hill Carnival. And they played soca music and talked about carnival music and the importance of carnival. And it was a really good episode. I suggest going back and listening to that one. At the top of the hour, you heard the song Mercy from Sansuki. And she is here with me today. I'm really looking forward to speaking with her. She's one of my favorite new singers and artists. She's self-produced. She writes everything on her own. And she's just amazing in general. But I particularly wanted to get her in today because of the recent racist attack that we've seen in Italy. And uh, this young woman's mother was the first black minister in Italy. And she knows what it is to grow up black in Italy. And as somebody who's got Italian heritage, I feel like we don't really learn about, um, at least growing up in America as an Italian-American, you don't really learn about Mussolini, you don't really learn about fascism or racism even being a thing there you just <laughs> you kind of learn the good bits of the culture and that's it and i see what's happening with the reporting of willie montiero duarte a black man who was beaten to death last week and it doesn't seem really informative doesn't seem really insightful um i haven't done i haven't dug too deep um but the mainstream media that i've seen in the states and in the uk has just been questioning whether or not race was at the core of this murder, and it just it, it just didn't sit right with me. And I thought it would be a very good time to bring in Sansuki, who I wanted to speak to anyways about music and in general, because she's such a fantastic artist, but I thought her, per, her perspective on this story and in this moment in time in Italy would be really nice to, to hear. Uh, so it is with great pleasure and a great honor to introduce Sansuki. Hello, hi, <laughs> how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Tell me what I'm not hearing about Willie's death. Tell me, as, as somebody living in England, and has, I've only seen like uh, British press and American press that has all been very, we don't know the details, this guy got beaten to death as he was trying to... To defend a friend. 
to defend his friend. Can you give me, I'm sure you've read some Italian press. Can you give me some, some other insight on this? Um, yeah, it's a long story because it goes back to um, the birth of fascism in Italy, which is something that still hasn't been um, deeply acknowledged, I think, by Italian people. The fact that a person like Mussolini has left such a huge heritage on a country that hasn't done anything but removing racial laws. So racism is something that um, is living in Italy and, and is breathing out of the fact that we don't acknowledge every day how how much of a plan Mussolini had by establishing what he established. Um, fascism doesn't disappear by abolishing some laws, but there's need to um, work socially on making feel vulnerable people like they're on top of the list of our politicians. Um, so that's the main problem with this episode is the lack of um, knowledge and um, not acknowledging how vulnerable some people are in Italy um, and how violent the culture of fascism is as well. The fact that you um, get to the point where you beat someone up to death, um, it's something that we definitely inherited from fascism. And um, not asking ourselves questions, important questions such as whether we're black or white or whatever, um, not asking the question, am I racist? Am I perpetrating this culture? I think that's the biggest mistake in Italy and that's why a lot of people are in denial because they haven't been able to face this issue properly as part of the, as being part of the problem. I am part of the problem too if I don't ask myself the question, am I racist? Have, have I learned something from my system that is actually racist? Um, and that's, you know, Willie is a victim of this system. And so in where this occurred, is there is there a heritage of, of fascism and, and violence in, in this part of Italy that's just outside of Rome? Um, is it something that came as a big surprise or is it to be expected in this area? Um, what stroke me and, and what uh, caught my attention was actually... Um, were actually the comments that I heard after the death of this young guy. Um, some people, some people from the families, um, I believe it was some, some, some family members of the aggressors, um, said at the end of the day he was just an immigrant. Um, and that's painful. That tells you a lot about the culture, about the fact that are we actually looking at a life in terms of being an immigrant, being black, being white, and deciding whether it's worth um, it's worth killing them. Um, Your mom is it was a, a black immigrant in Italy, and she's done a lot for the country, hasn't she? Yeah, she she was the first black um, minister uh, in an Italian government. So she she made history, and I'm really proud of this because. Um, it is something that um, allowed people to have this conversation about racism um, because racism was so deeply ingrained in, in the Italian society that 
before my mother went to um, was elected as a minister, we weren't really talking about what racism was and how racism was affecting people's lives. Um, but as soon as she was elected, um, I started seeing racism in front of me. I started seeing people insulting my mother uh, or comparing her to a monkey. Um, a level of offense that I never thought my country was capable of, but um, I think she was a hero and a martyr of this revolution that is starting in Italy, this moment of awareness where actually I can finally see where racism was hiding, is coming out and uh, is an unconscious bias, um, but it's also something that we consciously do once this is up on the surface uh, if we don't do that, that that work of questioning ourselves, whether we're thinking with our own head, whether we have good principles and values, uh, or we're just machines moving with the system. It's moving to see Willie's death sparks so much movement, not just around Italy, uh, around the world. It's getting a lot of recognition, and I don't think this will this will go away. This this story, and I hope it, we see some change in Italy. I mean, all my Italian friends are, are kind of here in London and and are quite vocal with me. And thank you for coming in and and talking about this. I'd like to play some Italian music um, or that you chose, and the first song being yours, uh, Confini. You want to say a brief word about the tune? So yes, this song was written in June 2020 and it was a goodbye song for the number of victims from coronavirus in, in Italy and it was um, a way for me to, to send a hug and love to my country, even from London, uh, and to talk about boundaries and borders and how much of a limit they are in our lives and how much we need to overcome that concept. Beautiful. I love your tune, as always, and it's nice to listen to some Italian music, something I need to do more. Could you tell me a little bit about this last track, Viento, by uh, Pino... Daniele. Daniele. Yes. Uh, he's one of my favorite musicians. Um, he passed a few years ago. And um, he was one of those artists that um, always paid tribute to where he took the music and where he took the inspiration. And this song um, is a very special one because it talks about revolution, um, but with a metaphor of the wind. And a wind that destroys everything, but doesn't leave you with anything to be angry at. Uh, it's something natural. Um, and I love it because it's also written in, in his own dialect. Uh, which is very special about his music, and it's come from his first album, Pino Daniele. Fantastic. I'm loving the music selection so far. Thank you. Why don't we listen to some tunes now that have inspired you in the way that you approach your music from a more artistic perspective? Um, this next song is from one of my favorite artists at the moment. His name is Andy Schoff. He's Canadian, and um, I just love his music. He's... he's this kind of artist that sounds like uh, a mix between your favorite records of Elton John and the Beatles and something contemporary. Um, so I think he's very special. Um, I'll let you decide if you like it as well. 
Okay, so first of all, I'd like to say I love Little Dragon and that song, No Love. I was fortunate enough to see Little Dragon in a small room in Phoenix, Arizona before I even know, I did not know who they were. We're going back like 13 years. It was 100 people. She jumped in the crowd, wow. kissed somebody. It was everybody dancing, sweaty. It was one of the <laughs> kind of a life-changing gig. Um, wow. And obviously, um, I'm fully aware of, of Kendrick Lamar and Bilal and, and that record to Pimp a Butterfly. I think if... If you're listening to this show, you probably know this this record. If you don't, go listen to, to Pimp a Butterfly. I think that's a life changer for both of us. But why don't you tell me a little bit about the track before that by uh, Rosalia? So I picked Ro Rosalia because I think she is um, one of the greatest artists uh, at the moment for how inventive her production is and her sound uh, I think is really is really progressive as well. She kind of took some some flamenco and she turned it into um, contemporary flamenco by Rosalia, um, but without changing the essence of such a such an ancient um, genre and and culture as well. Um, I just feel like her record totally feels like a classic from the future, and that's what I like. I listen to classics. I like people that are musical and they are innovative and they, they change things for for the listeners. And and that's that's also part of my ambitions as an artist, to create something that can inspire other people to be as original and innovative as possible. Um, yeah. That that's the goal, right? <laughs> that's 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 the goal. But I think you you're doing an amazing job. I mean, from the first time I, I heard you, I thought I thought this is a really special voice, and then when I found out that you, you know, write, record, and produce all of it on your own, it's it's it, you you're really onto something. And I don't think thank you. Um, I don't think you're going away. So thank you. <laughs> on the music tip, we're gonna play some London songs now. Um, and and the first track you picked was by uh, I think he might be a mutual friend, Ashley Henry. Yeah. Um, his last record, uh, Beautiful Vinyl Hunter, created a lot of buzz, and yeah. And I recommend everybody go get that tune or that that record uh why'd you pick between the lines because uh first of all it's the one year anniversary of his record this uh coming week um and between the lines is my favorite song of the album um i just feel like it sounds like ashley a hundred percent and um it's it's jazz from South London and it's Ashley Henry and it's it's got the the it's not the potential it's it's literally it's got the power to travel beyond the UK um, and that's what I love about Ashley that he's that you know he's he's you can tell when you see him you're in the presence of something special. <laughs> That was Sun for Someone by Oscar Jerome. Everybody go get Oscar Jerome's uh, latest latest album. I believe it's his debut full-length album. Uh, it's really it's really cool. You were talking about Ashley. You know it's it's a London thing with the ability to travel. And I feel like Oscar Jerome is kind of the same way. He's 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 got he's got like a, a very particular London jazz vocabulary in his playing, but but there's Definitely. a lot of depth to the songs, and we can I think anybody could relate to him no matter where you are. 
Uh, and before that, you picked Leanna Havis, which I uh, don't get me started. I think she's probably my favorite. <laughs> we all love Leanna Havis. She's awesome. And they were together too. So that, that was a perfect uh, collaboration for me for this year. We're going to finish with a, a tune that you said uh, got you into music. But I, I just want to pause for a second. Just back to, I mean, as somebody who grew up in Italy, I don't know how long you've lived outside of Italy. You know, you're, you've, you've got a nice eclectic um, playlist that you told me <laughs> you have to cut way down because the show's <laughs> only an hour. Um, what, what kind of music is most popular or in the part of Italy where you grew up? Or, you know, what, how did you search out the music that you got into and, and what music scenes really thrive there, do you think? Well, I think there's a lot of commercial mainstream music going on. So that's kind of ruling the market. And then there's more realities that are more conceived as jazz scenes. Um, I think when I was growing up, uh, people were into rock music a lot. Uh, and I love any sort of music um, as long as it's good. Um, but I was lacking of my R&B side and jazz and, and so, um, so I, I used to go home and, um, you know, just have lunch. And then after lunch, I would just sing in my room and research uh, any sort of hip hop R&B tune that I could sing along to. And I don't know, it, that was life for me. Um, so I, I think that was that was my little universe that was hidden from the rest of the group, um, but that definitely made me feel more home when I moved to London. And I was like, wow, you, you've got you know Diana Havas, Oscar Jerome, Ashley Henry, and you can't really pinpoint one thing, but you know that they listen to a lot of things that I feel like I listen to, and and that's what I love about them. So we're running out of time. It looks like this is our last tune, and this is uh, You Don't Know My Name by Alicia Keys. I have to ask, have you seen Alicia Keys live before? Never, and I think I would die if I see her live. <laughs> so did, did she, is she the one that got you singing? Yes, yeah, 100%. I have, a, I have a funny story, actually. One day, I went out with my friends, and there was a karaoke night, and uh, they, they asked me to sing, and I won this competition. <laughs> um, we won a, a bottle of Prosecco because I was singing Alicia Keys' song, so it was actually really nice to, you know, explore that area because I knew, I knew it was winning on me. So I, I love her voice. I love her songwriting. Uh, she's, she's timeless. Well, she's got a new record coming out, so if... If the world doesn't continue to halt from this pandemic, I imagine she'll be coming over and you'll get to see her. But thank you for sitting down with me today. Thank you for thank having you me. Thank you for talking uh, about everything we spoke about and providing the music. Um, when the when show started uh, a few months back, I I made a short list and you were at the top of that list. So really, thank you. Thank for you. Down. You've been listening to Speak Up Thursday, radio show with Love Music, Hate Racism on SohoRadioLondon.com. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.